Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us today. It has been a joy to have the All Nations Church Choir during this season blessing us in song and in worship. We so appreciate all of their hard work, all of the videos that have had to be recorded and put together, and all the musicians as well. We so appreciate them during this season. They have really been a blessing, and it's been a learning curve for us, but wow, so grateful for the choir today. And I want to thank them this morning. And thank you for being with us today. Uh, can you believe it's summer? It's almost, uh, the weather is turning around. It feels like summer. And it's an exciting time of the year. Uh, and as we continue to push through this pandemic, as we continue to uh, experience a national unrest right now, I want to share with you something today I believe the Lord has placed in my heart. And uh, I want to pray before we get started today and just invite the Holy Spirit to speak to us and to speak to you. Uh, right right where you're sitting at this morning. Would you join me in asking the Lord to come and give us life today? Father, I bow down before you today, God, and God, I just seek your face this morning. Lord, God, you, you said in your word, apart from you, we are nothing. And so, Lord, we know today that, God, we need you. We so need you right now in this season. We so need you, Father, that you would help us, God, in this season, Lord, that you would help us, God, and lead us, Father, to just be a blessing to this world. God, I pray that your word may transform us, Father, that your word may encounter us, oh God. Lord, may we have fresh times of being with you in the weeks to come. God, I thank you so much today, and I pray the Holy Spirit would speak to us and give us life today, Lord. May we be transformed by the renewing of our minds today. May the Holy Spirit speak. God, give me the words to say today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. This morning, I want to share with you something that I believe is really critical in this season that we're in right now as we are pushing through a pandemic, as we are continuing to uh, pray for healing in our land and the much needed reconciliation and overturning of these continued racial injustices. Uh, this is uh, something I want to share with you today that I believe uh, to be so important in the life of every Christian. Every follower of Christ, this is something that we must practice. And I believe the Lord is even speaking to us today and calling us afresh to this spiritual practice that I want to share with you this morning. We're going to be looking in Matthew chapter 6. Uh, it's an incredible uh, set of chapters, Matthew 5, 6, and 7. I encourage you to read it uh, sometime soon. You see this beautiful sermon that Jesus gives where he covers a multitude of topics as he is addressing a crowd. And the Bible says in Matthew chapter 5 that when he saw the crowds, he went up on a mountain and he sat down and began to teach them all of these things. What a beautiful sight that must have been to see Jesus, all these people following him, and they began to hear the words of life that were powerful, that were just transformational. And Jesus gave some important concepts and principles in these few chapters that I, I want to share with you one of the big ones that is highlighted through the ministry of Jesus that we see over and over again Jesus himself practicing that is so important for us to practice even now and in this season. And we're going to look here at Matthew chapter 6, verse um, verse 5. He says this, And when you pray, 
you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, they, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who is sees in secret will reward you. Uh, today I want to preach to you a sermon entitled, Shut the door. Shut the door. I don't know about you, but um, I, I, that was a phrase I heard often growing up. Uh, when something was too loud, when uh, it was hot outside and the AC was on, I would hear that, that phrase being yelled from anybody and everybody, shut the door, shut the door. But I want to show you something a little bit different about shut the door, something that Jesus teaches here today. I believe this to be some very important advice for uh, all of those who are new followers in Christ. This today, if you could grab this hold of this concept that we're going to talk about today in your life, I'm telling you, it will change you. It really will change you. If you're graduating from high school or college and you don't have this practice in your life, if you're a Christian and you don't have this practice in your life that we're going to talk about today of shutting the door, then uh, I encourage you today to hear my words today as the Holy Spirit it just brings life to them. I'm telling you, this is going to be a transformational thing if all of us can learn to grab a hold of this in our lives. We've been telling you for weeks and weeks and weeks as we started back in September. Uh, September was our month of prayer and fasting as we gathered together as a church to say we're going to seek the Lord. And we began by uh, beginning to gather on Wednesday nights to pray and began with the idea and the concept that what we were doing in our times of prayer as a church was the most important thing that we could do as a church and this is so true and is still so true even today that the life of prayer in the Christian walk is so important and critical in who we are and who we are going to be developed into. It stems out of our times of being with the Lord. We believe prayer is so important. We believe prayer is the necessary means by which we call upon the name of the Lord. We present our request and the Lord hears us. And this teaching that Jesus gives here in Matthew chapter 6 is just only the beginnings of how he would go in elaborate detail teaching about prayer, teaching about a, a life of walking in relationship with the Lord. I want you to catch this today when we're talking about shut the door. That when I talk about shut the door, I'm talking this morning about that place of prayer. That place where we go and meet with the Lord. Not just as a church, but as individuals, as Christians, as believers in Jesus Christ. That place where we go away and we spend time with God. Some may call it a prayer closet. Some may call, uh, call it a, a devotional space or a devotional time. But there is something profoundly important, not just as we read in the Bible, but you can go back and look in church history that when men and women began to encounter God daily in prayer, great things happened, big things happened, change happened, uh, transformation happened. And I want to tell you today that the strength of the Christian 
comes from daily being with the Lord because it is from that place that the Lord pours His Spirit into us. It's from that place that the Lord communicates with us. We're going to continue talking about some of the effects and what happens when we learn to practice shutting the door. Listen, we are only as big as our prayer lives. Did you catch that? We are only as big as our prayer lives. As believers in Jesus Christ, we are only as big as the times where we spend with the Lord, where we learn to commune with the Father, where we learn to pour out our hearts to God, where we learn to pour out all of our emotions to the Father and make them known to Him and just spill our hearts before God. This was the practice of the psalmist. This was the practice of the prophets. This was the practice of many, many, many's that you can read in the Bible, that they learned that there was a rhythm that had to happen in their lives, that their daily life needed times of shutting the door and going to talk with the Father. You can go and read many journals of missionaries, David Livingston, um, um, Andrew Murray, among many others who talked about the importance of their daily time with the Father, the spending in His presence, listening to the Holy Spirit, abiding in Him and staying near to the Father. And And this is really what it comes down to, is we are in a season right now where there's a lot happening. It affects us emotionally. It affects us psychologically. It affects us all around us. And what we need in this season right now is stronger prayer lives than ever before. We need people who are dedicated to spending time with the Father, who are learning that we must shut the door. Uh, We must get a hold of the idea that shutting the door is not just something we do to check off our list to say, well, I did my uh, devotional time for the day. I've done it. I've accomplished it. No, it is a kind of the person that says, I have a desire to be with the Father, to speak with Him, to learn and grow and just be nearer to Him than ever before. So we're going to talk about shutting the door this morning. And I want to talk to you about what happens when we shut the door some things that are much needed in our lives that happen when we shut the door. Uh, So number one, let's take a look at this. When you shut the door, you stay humble. You stay humble. You know, it's, uh, it is so true that when you learn to spend time in God's presence, when we as God's children learn to spend time in his presence, and we learn to abide with the Father. There is no room for us to consume glory. There is no room for us to get credit and attention in that place. When we learn, like Jesus taught us to shut the door, we learn the practice of staying humble. Pride cannot exist in the prayer closet. And can I tell you something? If you live in the prayer closet, pride will not exist. Pride will die at the door of the prayer closet because there is only room for one God in the prayer closet and that is God Almighty and we will learn to stay humble if we learn how to practice shutting the door 
Listen, our world today more than ever before needs to learn how to see like Galatians talks about is putting off of our flesh and putting on Christ. And that happens when we shut the door. You could also call it a changing room, if you will, because it's when we learn to go and shut the door that we go in and we take off our flesh and we put on Christ and we become transformed as our flesh is crucified and Christ is living. Pride, arrogance, selfishness, conceitedness, those are all necessary pieces of who we are as humans that must die and will die when we shut the door. Listen, our world needs a fresh dose of humility, a fresh dose of just us learning to get off of our high horses, to dethrone our pride and say, Yes, Father, I'm here. I'm going to serve you. I'm yours. I belong to you. Allowing humility to take its place in our lives. Learning from Philippians chapter 2 to take the example of Christ who humbled himself and became uh, the, took the form of a servant and carried the cross. That type of example is who we must learn to be in our daily lives. When you shut the door, you stay humble. Secondly, when you shut the door, you stay sensitive. Now, when I talk about staying sensitive, I'm not uh, talking about uh, necessarily emotionally, but I'm talking about staying sensitive to the Holy Spirit who speaks to us. John chapter 10 talks about the voice of the shepherd, that the sheep know his voice and that they know when to respond. And when we learn this practice that Jesus taught us of going into the closet, of going into the room and shutting the door, and we spend time, listen to this, when we spend time with the Father, you begin to learn His voice. You begin to learn how He speaks. You begin to learn, uh, what is God saying to me? Uh, one of the big questions that is always asked among uh, Christians is, uh, how do I hear the voice of God? How do I know when God is speaking? Listen, that's a question that all of us will answer in our own way. God speaks to everyone differently. But I can tell you that you will learn the voice of God when you learn the practice of shutting the door, cutting off the noise, if you will, turning off the distractions, putting away all the, the, the things that are consuming us and allowing time for the Father to speak into our hearts and our minds and our souls and give us the encouragement that we need, the strength that we need, the love love that we need, the affirmation that we need. All of us, we so need so much. And it comes when we learn how to shut the door. When you shut the door, you stay humble. You stay sensitive. And number three, when you shut the door, you stay focused. You stay focused. When Jesus was teaching this principle, he told them, he says, you go into your room and you shut the door and you pray to your father. The priority of the prayer closet, the priority of learning how to shut the door is coming to be with the father. The Christian life is either, it's either one of two things. It's either a growing or it's either going backwards. 
we're either going to grow closer to the Lord or we're going to go backwards. And that happens when we come into the prayer closet and we stay focused upon the Father. Oftentimes when people don't spend their lives staying in the prayer closet, staying in the place where they desire the Lord, staying near to Him, what happens is, is something may come along, a, a false prophet, a false teacher, some wind of doctrine that is uh, uh, contrary to the Word of God and may grab them away so easily because they have lost focus. They haven't been near to the Father long enough. They haven't stayed into the prayer closet. So therefore, their attention has been diverted and they lost focus of the Father. I want to encourage you today and urge you, brothers and sisters, for the sake of all of us, for the, for the sake of your faith, please today and stay in the prayer closet. Shut the door because it is there that you will stay focused. You won't be drawn away by some wind of doctrine or false teacher, but you will stay near and focused to the Father. You stay humble, you stay sensitive, you stay focused. And number four, when you shut the door, you stay fueled. You stay fueled. How many of us today are feeling empty? How many of us today have felt empty multiple times? Over and over again, empty, emptiness and running out of fuel in our spiritual lives is a natural part of our Christian walk. Because we are giving, we're serving, we're loving, we're getting poured into, freely we're receiving, and freely we're giving. It's a natural part of the Christian walk. But if we are not careful of staying fueled, of shutting the door, and learning how to be with the Father, we will run dry. The Bible teaches oftentimes, you can read throughout the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that the Bible shows how Jesus, he would be walking among the crowds and he would have to escape away to go and talk with the Father. How he would have to literally drop what he was doing and go and spend time with the Father. Because even Jesus himself needed the strength, the recovery that came by communing with the Father. If you're feeling empty today, You've been a believer for some time, but you're feeling tired, spiritually speaking. You're feeling like you've got nothing left to give. You feel like you're, you're all out. Maybe you're approaching what some may call burnout. You've been giving, 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 but you've never taken time to allow the Father to pour back into you. So therefore, you're running all out and you're about to burn out. Then I want to encourage you today to go shut the door. Go shut the door. It's okay to take a day where you say, today I'm going to cut off the noise and I'm going to go be with the Father so He can refuel me. That is why God designed Sabbath, so that we may find rest for our souls, that we may be with the Father and be renewed and be refueled by the Holy Spirit. I encourage you today, shut the door. When you, stay, when you shut the door, you stay humble, you stay sensitive, you stay focused, you stay fueled. And fifthly, when you shut the door, you stay near. Uh, it's an amazing process that when we learn this walk of being near to the Father, when we learn about the Christian life of walking in the Spirit, of being near to God, uh, it, it happens as we pray. As I mentioned to you earlier, we are only as big as our prayer lives. 
We are only as big as how much time we spend with the Father. We grow by how much we pray. We develop, we form as we pray, as we spend time with the Father. The real transformation, hear this today, that is needed in our lives will come when we daily seek His face. The real transformation that is needed, the sanctification, the growth that is needed in our lives will come when we daily seek His face. If you learn how to practice shutting the door, the, 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 you, you won't be easily drawn away, but you will stay near to the Father because you've learned a rhythm. We have learned a rhythm of going and coming back, going out into the world and coming back into the closet, leaving and returning. It's this, it's this beautiful rhythm like music. We go and we come. It's up and it's down. And we learn how to be refueled by spending time with the Father, being near to Him. I want to encourage you today to stay near to God, to shut the door. And I gave you all of that this morning to help us develop our spiritual formation, our lives as believers. Uh, but I also want to take you and show you something else powerful about shutting the door. You see, shutting the door was not only about prayer, but Jesus goes on here in Matthew chapter 20, or Matthew, Matthew 6, and begins to teach about something else. And he begins to teach about fasting. And he says that when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. Prayer and fasting are processes that require us to shut the door because it's not for us to boast to the world, look what I have done, look how much time I spend with God, look how much fasting I've done, look I've pushed away three meals this week. Uh, that's not what it's about. It's about going before the Father. It's about getting the attention of the Father with our prayer and our fasting, about serving the Lord. I love this example in Luke chapter 24 that's given that the Bible shows that these disciples are walking on the road to Emmaus. And they're beginning a journey of, they're, they're disappointed, they're down, they're out, and they're wondering what is going on. And then all of a sudden Jesus, who is resurrected, is walking beside of them and begins to uh, teach them. And he's talking to them and he's walking with them. And the Bible says in Luke 24 that they drew near to the village the, 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 where the disciples were going. And he acted as if he were going further, but they urged him strongly saying, stay with us for it is toward evening, and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. And when he was at the table with them, he took the bread, and he broke it, and he gave it to them, and their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. I love how the Bible teaches here that how Jesus was about to just walk right by them. But it was at the invitation of the disciples to say, hey, no, don't go past us. Come stay with us. Please stay. Stay with us here. That Jesus took their invitation to come and be with them, to stay near to them. And I want to encourage you today, church. I want to pray and encourage that 
we must learn this practice, not out of a legalistic mindset, but not out even out of a ritualistic mindset, but out of a desire of our hearts to invite Jesus into our lives daily, to stay with us, Jesus. Please be near to us, learning the place that is so important to the life of the believer, and that is the place that is on the other side of the door that we learn how to shut. We've got to be people who learn the importance of the prayer closet. And it was at the request of the disciples to come and stay that Jesus came and stayed. And what does that say about our own spiritual lives and formation that is needed? That it is at the request of us as believers to invite Jesus to come in. And when we invite him to come in, oh, he wants to come and stay. He wants to come and abide and rest with us. I want to pray today that all of us, if we haven't done it already, that if we've made it some ritual or if we've got away from this, that we would begin getting back to the practice of shutting the door. In this season right now, this is what is needed. It's times of being with the Father, listening to Him, being encouraged from the Holy Spirit, encountering His love, having an ear to hear the Spirit, and being near to the Father, staying fueled. All of those things, they come when we shut the door. May I encourage you today, church, may I encourage you this week to find times to shut the door. I want to challenge us as a church this week to find times to pray and fast. Isaiah 58 talks about that, that is not this the fast I chose to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to, to break every yoke. We've been praying for healing in our nation. We've been praying for just a much-needed revival and repentance in our land. And can I tell you something? It will happen. Hear me today. It will happen when we pray and fast. And I want to invite you this week to join me as a church to pray and fast, to take a time this week and say, I'm going to push away lunch. I'm going to push away dinner. I might push away two days worth of meals to say to the Father that, Lord, you are more important than food to me. You are my sustenance. You are my strength. And invite the Lord to come and live in our lives today and this week. I love how the Bible teaches that in Isaiah 58 that he says that after this, that then shall your light break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up speedily. This is what our land needs. We need a light to shine forth and we need healing to spring up speedily. And it will happen when we fast and pray. Isaiah 60 goes on to say, Arise, shine, for your light has come. It's not by accident that Isaiah records those words after he records the words in Isaiah 58 that says, Is this not the fast that I've chose? It was when the people of Israel learned to fast that it was then that arise and shine that their light truly came forth. And I want to invite you this week to join me in fasting and prayer. I want to invite you as believers in Jesus Christ, if you don't already practice the regular habit of shutting the door and going to the prayer closet and speaking with the Father to make it a practice that you start this week. Come talk with the Father. He's waiting to spend time with you this week. I want to pray for you this morning. 
Lord, I thank you today for my brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching today. And God, I pray that you would help us, Father, to encounter the love of Jesus in our lives, Lord. Father, I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I pray, God, that you would teach us the practice of shutting the door, Lord. Help us to begin to follow you today, Lord. Father, for those who are watching and they don't have a relationship with you, I pray today that they would come and spend time with you, confess their sins, and they would begin a journey of following you today. Lord, I thank you this morning, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you so much for watching today, and if you need help on your journey of following Christ, please feel free to text us, hello, ANC, to 97000. We would love to walk with you on this journey. Let's fast and pray this week. Let's call upon God for our nation that is so much needed right now in this season. God bless you. We pray that you have a great week and see you soon.